Welcome to Career Tools. Today's topic, Google Job Search Tips, Chapter 1. Here we go. We're going to talk about how to find new relationships to help your job search using Google today, but this started out because of an experience you and Wendy recently had. Isn't that right? Yeah, there was a forum post. Uh, A member had in in a job transition because the market wasn't that great, decided to take a job below his skill level. And uh, the result was in 18 months of job searching. And as he purported 50 applications, he'd only gotten rejected. And both Wendy and I had the same response to that, which is, you can't do that. You got to stop making applications and you got to start developing your network uh, and you got to start talking to people over and over and over again. What we know is just sending out applications or just sending out resumes. In other words, staying in one place and electronically communicating through resumes and applications just really isn't very effective. It works at companies that are hiring a lot all at once, but generally speaking, other than that, it doesn't work very well. And I think a lot of people want to be passive in their search. They'll send stuff out. But to me, that's a passive search. An active search is one where you're going to meeting people and they're meeting you. And because of that, they say, do you have a card? Do you have a resume? I'll try to help. The second thing that happened, though, is we got an email and the person said, I'm embarrassed to admit I'm kind of unaware of what good companies are in my area. I just don't know. And I don't know how to find out. And this person didn't realize it until... We answered a recent question about how to determine a good employer. So this person was saying, how do I engage my network? Do you have any recommendations or contacts in this area? Now, we didn't have any contacts in that area, but Wendy is exceptional at using the internet to do some pre-work before you start building your network. And that's what this cast is about. We're going to give you the first step, just the first step in terms of finding new relationships. And we're going to focus on finding businesses, finding the businesses that exist in your town. So really simple. I mean, we're going to tell you a simple thing to do, but it seems like when Wendy and I tell people this, they don't believe it. Now it takes a little bit more than simple Google search, but not much more. I can do it. Well, then of course, then it's really easy. Of course. (laughs) Yeah, then it's easy. I mean, it's dead simple, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we have three parts of the cast today, but they're really simple. In the first part, we're going to talk to you about how to Google your town and business. And there's some subtleties there. And then we'll give, we're going to give you three examples just to give you some sense that there, there, it doesn't just work in one example, but there are multiple examples. Wendy could do it for you anytime and people are just blown away by it. Excellent. Okay. So let's get right into it. So you say Google your town and business. What's the objective here? Finding a company in your town and in your line of business. That's, that's the objective, right? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. And I tell this all the time to college kids, Mike. I, when people say, I said, where do you want to go to work? And every college kid says the same thing. They say Google, you know, <laughs> Apple. Some of, the, some of the fashion people say Neiman Marcus or, you know, some of them say Morgan Stanley and, you know, Goldman Sachs. But predominantly the companies they want to go to work for are consumer products companies that are in the news. Uh, I remember one person said Apple, and I was a young person. I said, why would, you, why would you want to go to work for a company that was almost bankrupt 20 years ago? And they said, no, I said Apple. I said, yeah, I know. They were almost bankrupt 20 years ago. No, they weren't. Yeah, actually, they, they were. It was just before you were born. 
but it's just cool, right? I want to be cool. I, and young people make the mistake, and, and and I think people not just young anymore make the mistake of thinking businesses only are the ones that they know about. But that leaves out the entire business-to-business world. You know, my favorite example is my friend John Hoffman's company, Applied Materials, right? No consumer's ever heard of Applied Materials, but you can't buy an Intel chip. You can't buy a, a computer anywhere in the world that doesn't have chips that were made by applied machines inside a chip fab. Now it's complex and technical, and I'm told that they include the theory of rel- relativity in some of their designs, which is something we don't do here at Manager Tools. Well, that's uh, it's, it's, it's technical enough for me. Yeah, when we're approaching the speed of light, it's, you know, I, I, apparently the speed of light and, and that equation have something in common, help you when you're building things. Anyway. So we leave out a huge swath. I tell kids all the time, you could drive down the interstate here from, from this city that we're in, 50 miles in any direction, and there are a thousand companies within a mile of that interstate that you've never heard of that might be subsidiaries of subsidiaries or might be very important vendors to other companies you know, which would be a great place to have a career. And the only way you're going to find those companies is by getting out and meeting people. And we're not saying you should go to work at those companies. We're saying if you're looking for a job, you want to canvas as broadly as you possibly can. It's simple. So look, as I recall, the person that asked us questions was based in Charlotte, North Carolina. And since some of my favorite people live there, we'll use that as an example for this cast. Okay. Now, before we start, we need to know how some stuff about how Google works. Most people probably don't know this. The first page of search results you get is different for different people, particularly if you use Google as your primary search engine. Probably the simplest way to put it, it's not precise, but it's simple. The front page is designed for you using two things, the validity of the website according to Google and the frequency with which you click on certain search results. Google uses the incoming links for a web page. Google uses the incoming links as, as, as a proxy for the strength of a web page. A page which has a lot of links from elsewhere comes up higher on the search results. Google also factors in what you search for often. I remember the first time, Mike, I told you, if you Google man, the word manager, manager tools is on the first page. And you said, no, dude, you search for manager tools all the time to verify that we're, it's up and running and so on. But you need to log out of your login at Google to see whether or not an average person would discover manager tools. So, for instance, if there's multiple movie theaters in your area and you always click the link for the same one, the one that's closest to you, that one will come to the top of your search results. Google knows it's probably the one you want. Okay, that's the first page. So, if you've searched for a certain term before, your results are skewed on based what you what you chose in the past. So if you're looking for new information, you'll have to go past the first page. That's the key to this little background here on on Google. The front page is based in part on what you search for. Now, it may in fact give you interesting stuff, but but I can't tell you the number of people who I've who, who were looking for something a little bit obscure. I said, well, we should Google it. And they said, no, nope, it's not there. And I said, well, click through to the second or third page. I mean, it only takes a tenth of a second to click. Let's see what happens. And not always, but often you discover that that person has never searched in this arena before. And so the rankings on the first page don't necessarily reflect the slight shift that this search is showing them. And so therefore the answers on the second or third page, this is obviously true. If you're looking for companies you've never heard of before, because you've never clicked on their links. Right. Well, help me out here though. Cause I, I, okay. I understand what you just said, but 
of course, the results are going to be based upon what I, what terms I search on. So in this situation, this example, what are some of the things I would search on to, to get good results? Look, start with two things in the search. Your town, so Charlotte, for instance, and the word business. Okay? In this example we're going to use, we typed in the search box, Charlotte, North Carolina, business. Four words. No quotations. No punctuation. Nothing. And this is the list we got in results. Charlotte Business News which is a, the Charlotte edition of a nationwide chain of, of newspapers that are, I think, franchised, but I'm not real sure, which is, it's just useful information about the business in Charlotte. Business North Carolina, which is also business news. And then the Charlotte Chamber, the Charlotte Chamber of Commerce. Okay. And if you don't know, if you're not from the States, the Chamber of Commerce, maybe some of you in the States, um, the Chamber of Commerce is an organization that businesses in a given area join. Uh, they pay dues. They join to provide monies uh, for lobbying the government to have a single voice about the needs of business, but also to band together, to attend conferences, to learn more about other people that could be vendors or suppliers in the area, and so on. And frankly, that list is enough. The third result, the Charlotte Chamber, has a list of 38 events in the next 12 weeks. Events in Charlotte some of which are open to anyone, even if you're not a member of the chamber. And, by the way, Wendy discovers, if you wanted to, you could become a member. Charlotte has a deal for joining for a limited period of time just for job seekers. Hmm. I wonder how many people actually take advantage of that. Probably. No, no one does. No one does. No, (laughs) dude, no (laughs) no one. Marginally, no one. People sit at home and they send out resumes and they send out applications and they go, the market's terrible. Well, remember something, folks. What's happening to you is not the market. The market is what happens to everybody. This reminds me of, uh, I think it's David Ogilvie's quote, that consumers are statistics. Customers are people. And you're a consumer of the job market or, you know, when you're talked about in the abstract. But, but in this case, you're an individual. And people don't do this. People aren't willing. They're willing to say the market's terrible and they get sympathy. But all too often, they're not willing to make a two or three step hop to get to the company that they may want to hire them. And look, think about it. Let's not even go into what this was like before the internet and even before Google. I mean, it was a joke. I mean, there really was the network and it proves that people are people and we're not ones and zeros. On another page, there's a long list of events being put together by members rather than the chamber themselves. These are member businesses of the chamber. If you're unemployed, you could go to every single one. Meeting people who know about the business scene in Charlotte and who's interested in it. Good people to meet. And what do you have to do to practice? Probably you have to wear a suit or you have to wear a sport coat and a tie or maybe just a sport coat depending upon what time of year it is and a, and a collared shirt and slacks and, you know, Shoes with laces or, or nice loafers, shoes that you can shine, if you will. Ladies, you probably don't shine your shoes, but generally speaking, shoes that you could shine are a good choice. And uh, go and stick out your hand and say, hi, I'm Mark Horseman. I'm, I'm actually here looking for jobs. Yeah. And you're unemployed. What else you got to do? I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> you, might even, you might even get some free food. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And the point is, not, not that somebody's going to offer you a job in 15 minutes, but let's not sit and complain about the job market from home. 
let's go interact with a bunch of people. And if you're not good at interacting with people, we have casts for that. How to have a conversation, how to introduce yourself, how to shake hands. It helps to smile. It helps to make good eye contact. And if you say to me, well, Mark, I'm not comfortable doing that. Okay. Look, guys, we understand. But your lack of comfort about looking for a job does not justify you saying the market's terrible. If you're not comfortable searching, be quiet about the market. Let the newspapers tell everybody else how bad the market is and be thankful that they're at home complaining about the market while you are uncomfortably shaking hands, meeting people, gathering business cards, writing thank you notes, following up and thinking, who knows? Something might happen. If nothing else, somebody could say, this guy's persistent. It's probably a bad example, but it's a bit like Bud Fox in the movie Wall Street. You know, calls Gordon Gecko every day, every day, every day, every day. Finally has some Cuban cigars for him and knows it's his birthday and goes to his office and gets in and gets a foot in the door. We're not suggesting you become corrupted by a lot of money, but a little bit of persistence never hurt anybody. Okay, so... Let's go back to this example. I mean, Charlotte's a pretty big city. What about smaller places? Okay, so when you do search in Pueblo, Colorado, population 100,000. Oh, you know, Mark, we're not a big city. Probably there aren't that many firms here. There's not, you know, it's not, uh, yeah, it's not, it's not happening. You know, it's not, doesn't have the critical mass and so blah, blah, blah. It's a big fat joke. It's a total joke. A good example is here in my little town of Fredericksburg, Texas. I have a good friend, Case Fisher, who's the owner and CEO of a company called Fisher and Weezer. They're famous for inventing uh, roasted raspberry chipotle sauce, the original, and they make jams and jellies. And uh, I had a person say to me once, well, there are no big employers in town. I said, shoot, the hospital employs, I don't know, a thousand people, something like that. And Fisher and Weezer employs a couple of hundred. And they said, really? I, they employ a couple of hundred in retail? Well, this person was visiting and they just assumed, they assumed, guys, you assume all the time, oh, that's just a retail store, but their plant is here in town and they employ a couple hundred people. Now, why wouldn't you go and put in an application or meet the person there and chat the person up who's behind the counter, who, by the way, is super friendly and will chat with anybody about anything. They'll hold up the line to chat with you about where you're from and what you want to do and all kinds of stuff. And that's in Fredericksburg, which is a population not of 100,000 like Pueblo, but 10,000. Okay, so Pueblo's got 100,000 people. It's not a suburb. It's all by itself, okay? What results can we find there? So you Google Pueblo, Colorado, business. No punctuation at all. The first result is a business directory and business news for Pueblo. That's useful. <laughs> yeah, it, okay, it's a good start, but, the, but there's really nothing there about the people we want to meet, Okay. The third result, again, is the Chamber of Commerce. And the Pueblo Chamber is just as active as the one in Charlotte. You can totally join as an individual member, just like Charlotte, and there's monthly events. And in Pueblo, you can choose between breakfast, lunch, and dinner meetings. Somebody over at the Pueblo Chamber is thinking, because I know a number of nonprofits say, let's have dinner. Well, no, I'm going home. I'm going home to my family. Now, I can go into work one day early, and we can have breakfast, or we can have lunch. My family won't miss me if I'm, at, if I'm over to working lunch. But dinners tend to be more relaxed and take longer. and So they've got all three, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You could go to all three on one day. Just don't spill anything on yourself at breakfast and lunch, and you're good. Further down on the list for Pueblo is Manta.com, M-A-N-T-A. Again, it's got a list of businesses in Pueblo. 
11,535 businesses on that list. Now, I know that, Mike, I know this. I've done this for hundreds of people, maybe even thousands by now. And I'll tell you what, there are people who are listening right now. And you know who you are. You're driving. Well, just pinch yourself a little bit or kick yourself a little bit while you're driving that you immediately heard that 11,000. Oh, yeah, but a lot of them are one or two or three persons companies. They wouldn't hire anybody, anybody like me. I got to tell you something. If your thought was that the problem with your search is not the market, it's you. You're willing to roll, rule out things. I mean, you have to have an attitude of possibility, of hopefulness in a search. And, and yes, you might say, Mark, I've been unemployed for a year and I'm, I'm not very hopeful. Okay. Who's responsible and who's in charge of your hopefulness? You are. Okay. The market is poking you with a downbeat umbrella. Well, you're getting disappointed and unhopeful all by yourself. So change your state of mind. Listen to a good song. Listen to Rocky. Listen to Rhapsody in Blue something and get fired up. And make some phone calls. Go to some chamber stuff. And stop ruling out. Stop saying, oh, you know, 11,000, but probably 9,000 of them are all crap. Yeah, you're right. Maybe they are. (laughs) So you only have 2,000 to work your way through. Okay? And maybe they don't all have openings. But there's a pretty good chance that one of them has something you could be happy at. Okay? Now, some of you might be saying, well, Mark, yeah, but it might not look good on my career. Okay. I won't argue that, but let's talk about marginal utility here. It may not look good on your career to go from Procter & Gamble to Joe's Repair Shop to Lever Brothers. It wouldn't, hypothetically. What's better, though, Joe's Repair Shop or nothing? The marginal utility says you ought to get a job, and it certainly helps in terms of paying the bills. And by the way, I'm I'm giving more negative examples here of of people's approach to the, the market, but... We would recommend this even if you just decide, even if your career is going well, but you realize this is not the field for me. This is not the company for me. This is not the boss for me. If things are going well, you could say, okay, I know there are three other companies in this, in this town that I'd be interested in, but there may be 20 more that I ought to consider. I ought to cast my net more broadly while I'm still employed. We always tell people before, you know, if you're thinking about leaving, start, you know, get your resume squared away and start developing your network now. Start going to chamber events. Start doing your research now, not after your boss pulls the trigger or after you pull the trigger after a particularly bad week. Okay. Also in the search results for Pueblo is the city's official website. In the next few weeks from when this cast was written, which is not that long ago in the spring of 2012, Dr. Patch Adams the guy who Robin Williams played in the movie, was it Patch? Was that the name of the movie? I think, yeah, Patch. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Is speaking in Pueblo. There's a free seminar on brand building, and there's a work and walk, okay? Also on that page, an advertisement for the Pueblo Adult Softball League. I mean, why not? Go play softball. It'll give you a workout, and you can meet people, and they say, hey, what do you do? Because if you're playing in the softball league and you're a guy, that's what they're going to ask you, and you'll say, Dude, I'm, I'm looking for a job, actually. Oh, you're a great shortstop. You should play on our company team. Okay. Probably if you're new to the team, they won't let you play shortstop, but you get my drift. You should want to play shortstop, but they may not let you. Okay. And by the way, if they make you play right field, that's okay. That just proves they don't know anything about baseball because right field is a lot more important than left field. Yeah. When I was uh, a kid playing baseball, they told me that right field was the most important position on the entire team. Isn't that true? Yeah, actually, in little league, right field is the worst, but in <laughs> but in the major leagues, left field is the worst because you have to be able to throw people out at third base. And 
Roberto Clemente played right field. So, yeah. And let's just be clear. The third biggest employer in Pueblo is Convergis. I mean, no offense, big company. There are jobs in smaller sized towns. Yeah. Okay. So this works in the U.S., but what about internationally? Does it work there as well? Oh, yeah, because Google doesn't have anything outside of the U.S. I'm pretty much U.S. <laughs> Google is a U.S.-based company, and I think – I don't even think if you look on a Google map, I don't think Africa is actually on the map, right? Jeez, I hear this all the time. Yeah. In fact, I got an email today from somebody who says, you guys should be in China more right after we announced Shanghai conference. And he said, because you know, even though your guidance is skewed toward the West – no, really, it's not. But anyway, Google does exist outside of outside of the U.S., thankfully. So, international example. Let's choose a town in northern Germany, Bremen, okay? Now, let's make it even harder. We're going to search for our job search in Bremen, Germany, in English, not in German. So, there's a lot of results we missed of companies that don't translate their websites. I mean... American companies don't translate their websites into German. Okay, so we type in Bremen and business in English on the Google website. And the first result is a list of companies in Bremen by product and service. And both Bremen, the town of Bremen, and the suburb, Vegesac, have Facebook pages. If you want to find some people who live there and who might already be in your network, those pages would be a good place to start. There's a link to the Hochschule Bremen, which has university continuing education courses in both English and German for everyone who, from administrative staff all the way up to postgrads. And continuing education courses are great places to meet people who are interested in, you know, obviously in diving down more into the careers. And they want to expand their network too if they're halfway smart. And they probably are if they're postgrads. This is the kind of stuff you can find. And what's interesting is for those of you who are staying at home and sending applications, you can do this stuff from the same place you're doing the application sending with your butt in the chair. Now, the second half of this, this doesn't do you any good if you won't get your butt out of the chair, but gee whiz. And this is only the first of, I think, four parts that Wendy did. When Wendy first sent me this cast, it was one part and it was long. And I said, dude, each one of the, we need to talk about each one of these. We need to get people starting to do some searches. I'm stunned by this. It just makes it so much easier than it did 30, than it was 30 years ago. And, um, Mike, you've called me before the king of Google because sometimes I'm lazy. I'm like, let's just ask Google. And so I type in things like, why is my cursor not showing up over Microsoft Word and Apple? And I get an answer immediately. I'm like, oh, okay. I have to change the setting. Right. I mean, that's just me not knowing the details of my computer, but this is powerful stuff. This is you benefiting from other people doing work. And this is a reminder, again, of how important one's presence and one's company's presence on the web can be. I'll tell you, I love the fact that we're on the web in a way that potentially could attract people. I think not many people send us resumes because they're afraid they'd have to work for me. <laughs> and that's okay, guys. I'm okay with that. Ask the people who work for me. They'll tell you, I'm very hard to please. I'm a great boss, but I'm very hard to please. But the point, look, the point of this cast is to help you find more opportunities to meet people, add them to your network, and to help you expand your contacts. It's, it's almost counterintuitive to start with Google, but there are opportunities to meet other people who are interested in their careers and expanding their networks. So do it. Google your town and business and 
don't tell us it can't be done for your little town. It can. And it's a place to start. Good. All right, my friend. Thank you. Thanks, partner. All right. We'll see you. Thanks, everyone. That's it. We'll see you next week. In the meantime, have a great one. So long. <laughs>